Hi, this is Janice Temple with World Black History on Periscope, and this is an essay by Horace Selden, A Question for Sal, American First. This was published October 1994. Horace Selden taught a course on the history and development of racism in the United States at Boston College for 25 years. This essay is from that course. He was a young man of Italian descent, a student in my class at Boston College. The class is gathered around the topic, the history and development of racism, and features a great deal of discussion between students as we look together at the broad sweep of racism in our history. Sal had been a vigorous discussant in that group and it is clear from his level of participation that a lot was churning in his head and heart. So I was not surprised when he requested a chance to talk about his most recent paper. Sal's paper was titled America First and it was in part an expression of his thought process through the semester tracing what was happening in a turbulent time for him. Sal had come into the course without any strong sense of what it meant to be of Italian descent. As he heard other students articulating a vibrant meaning of their ethnic or racial background, Sal had begun to explore his Italian roots and what he found was exciting to him. He began to say, I'm Italian-American. But that designation did not feel comfortable on his lips. So he confronted himself in his paper to find out just what he did think and feel about his identity. America first was the answer to Sal's search. So that was the first title for his paper. Still, there was something wrong. America first sounded a bit too much like an assertion that everything about this country had to be seen as superior to all other groups. And that was not what Sal meant. We talked about that and soon he decided that what he really wanted to say was American first. He wanted to put that American part of his identity as the core of expressing who he is. For Sal, being an American was more important than being of Italian descent. We had talked at some length and Sal explained that he did not want to deny the importance of his Italian heritage that he had indeed come to a rising, new sense of pride in that part of his identity, and he felt good about that. He did not want in any way to diminish th that newfound importance, nor did he want to seem to say to anyone else that their heritage was not important. But Sal was wrestling with another critical question. For Sal, the question burning with him in him asked, in the midst of all this emphasis on ancestral heritage, where does the sense of unity come for all of us who live together in one nation? Sal was afraid that we might be losing something of vital meaning as we strive to build a nation. If we emphasize too much our differences of background, so for him, acknowledging the the importance of being Italian had to be subservient to being American, hence American first. He wanted to argue in class that we all adopt that same view and begin to probe together to find out what was common in being American. The question Sal raised is an important one. 
Here we are all together in the same land, and regardless of how we got here, how recently or how long ago we came here, we are and we must work together to build a commonwealth, a nation. Isn't it tragic, he reasoned, that we seem to find our unity only when we are at war or in competition at the Olympics? For Sal, the positive lesson to learn for the Olympics is the sense of pride he felt every time an American did well in that competition. That person is an American, and that is great, Sal affirmed. Why can't we seek that kind of unity in all phases of our common life? Put the American part of our background first, he was saying, and then acknowledge any other heritage we want. But being American was of first importance. So this is part one. Um, please continue and listen to part two, a question for Sal American First. Hi, this is Janice Temple of World Black History on Periscope. We are reading an essay, a question for Sal American First by Horace Selden, part two, published October 1994. Sal was obviously teaching himself his questions and his answers were leading him into new explorations, explorations which were challenge him, challenging him about the very role of his life in building a society. That was exciting, and my job was simply to raise some other questions for him, to assist him in challenging his own spirit. I knew that one question was how was going to have to face was the extent to which he could ask others in the class to share his emphasis on American first. I wanted to affirm the search for commonness, and I tried to do that, but at the same time to suggest that everyone might not share his convictions and that the answer was in American first. I was either not very clear or precise in raising the question, or Sal was so absorbed in the excitement of his own discovery that he could not, that he did not hear my questions. So I suggested that he try out his new theory in the next class session to see what response it would get. During the next class session, I was eager to hear what would happen in the discussion group where I was sure. Sal would raise his concern. I got into the room as Sal was posing his question. He did it well, articulating an invitation to everyone to join him in an emphasis on the fact that we all exist in America and therefore ought to be primarily concerned with being American, of finding together what it means as we build an American nation. It was a strong pleading clearly motivated to seek what was good for all. Sal's whole being was in his words, articulated with passion and hope. I waited to hear the response. A young African-American man, leaning and listening, was ready with his reply. That's all very nice. I agree with what you want to achieve. I want to get that sense of common unity too. But being American, does not do it for me. You've got to recognize what the American business means to me. I can't buy into that. We've read that history together, and being American to me means enslavement and segregation and discrimination. It doesn't mean to me what it means to you. 
that's true of our history and is true of our lives of our lives today. I'm not treated the same as you are treated in lots of situations today. So don't expect me to claim to be American first. I can't do that. It was calmly but forcefully stated and then affirmed by yet another African-American student. There was a continuing exchange for a few minutes during which a part of history came very much once alive again. Frederick Douglass and his 1852 4th of July oration were there in that classroom. After acknowledging the greatness of the occasion and the importance of the Declaration of Independence for those assembled to celebrate it, Douglass asked, what have I or those I represent to do with your national independence? Are the great principles of political freedom and of natural justice embodied in that Declaration of Independence extended to us? Am I therefore called upon to bring our humble offering to the national altar and to confess the benefits and express devout gratitude for the blessings resulting from your independence to us? I say it with a sad sense of disparity between us. I am not included within the pale of this glorious anniversary. Your high independence only reveals the immeasurable distance between us. The blessings in which you this day rejoice are not enjoyed in common. The rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence bequeathed by your fathers is shared by you, not by me. This 4th of July is yours, not mine. Please make sure you listen to part one. This is part two. And Hi, this is Janice Temple of World Black History on Periscope. And this is an essay by Horace Selden, A Question for Sal, American First, published October 1994. This is part three. Please make sure you listen to part one and two. Frederick Douglass and his 1852 4th of July oration were in that classroom. After acknowledging the greatness of the occasion and the importance of the Declaration of Independence, for those assembled to celebrate it, Douglas asked, What have I, or those I represent, to do with your national independence? Are the great principles of political freedom and of natural justice embodied in that Declaration of Independence extended to us? Am, and am I therefore called upon to bring our humble offering to the national altar and to confess the benefits and express devout gratitude for the blessings resulting from your independence to us? I say it with a sad sense of the disparity between us. I am not included within the pale of this glorious anniversary. Your high independence only reveals the immeasurable distance between us. The blessings in which you this day rejoice are not enjoyed in common. The rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence bequeathed by your fathers is shared by you, not by me. This 4th of July is yours, not mine.
Sal, we cannot expect many African Americans or many others who have lived lives limited by prejudice, discrimination, and racism, and who continue to confront limited opportunities to be quick to claim an identity as American with the fervor you feel. I yearn too for the sense of common identity you seek, but that reward which we build must be built by all of us together. Maybe you and I need to listen to the present-day Frederick Douglasses and invite a dialogue in which that new identity and unity will truly belong to and emerge from the whole. I am ready for that move, Sal, and I think you are too. Let's begin by continuing the dialogue you started in class. Horace Selden created and co-taught a course on the history and development of racism in the United States on Boston, at Boston College for 25 years. One of the many ways he has helped countless people understand the roots and impact of institutional and systematic racism and inspired them to, make, to take action for racial justice. Horace Selden was honored by Mayor of Boston, Marty J. Martin J. Walsh, on June 18, 2017, with Horace Selden Day, for his work in fighting racial justice. Please listen to parts one and two, and share, and call in and comment. Hi, this is Janice Temple with World Black History on Periscope. Please call in and share your thoughts on the essay, A Question for Sal, American First. Listen to the podcast, parts one, two, and then uh, call in and comment. Give me your reflections on the expectation for everyone to believe or respond as being American first when there is limited opportunity, discrimination, prejudice, racism, um, which prevents all of us from feeling that way, especially African Americans. Um, and. Frederick Douglass's 4th of July speech where he basically says what have I or those I represent to do with your national independence are the great principles of political freedom and of natural justice embodied in the declaration of independence extended to us and clearly they are not it was never meant to be extended to us. And so justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence were not written for African Americans or people of color, the Native Americans, the um, indigenous people of this country. So how can we say American first? And there are those who deny our feelings, our expressions, and say we should 
<laughs> that we should celebrate. But um, the truth is, we can't just claim being American and forget that every day we're limited by not having the rich inheritance of justice, liberty, and prosperity, and independence. That is not for us. We must continue to resist and continue to seek those liberties and to fight for those liberties daily for ourselves in the present day and for our future legacy. Please call in and share your thoughts.